0: I wish it could be Kobe. That's just who... That's my point. ...springs to mind for me and everyone in this whole generation, surely. But he's already got the All-Star. We give him clutch, instead give All-Star to someone else. Yes. When you think of Kobe Bryant, your mind doesn't just immediately go to All-Star games. It goes to Kobe. Yeah, clutch buckets deep in the playoffs. Welcome back to the Basketball Forever podcast. I'm Nick For joining me as a man who always has his feet on my desk... Alex Samsky, It's actually not true. You always have your feet on Jordan's Jordan's desk. The cameraman.
1: Yeah. He cops the brunt of that, doesn't he? I I have a habit of sitting there and when I get in the zone, I'll just like put my feet up and I'm conscious of the encroachment, the office encroachment. And there's like a line in the desk. And when I put my feet down, I put the heels just behind the line. Like this, so that it's enough for it to be a nuisance, but not enough for me to be uh, accused of encroachment. Got him on a technicality there. Exactly. I love that you are conscious of the encroachment, but you hey, special Do it anyway. Special awareness, this very is important. A, it's very Jim and Dwight when this happens. It's like players that always seem to, when they're in either uh, ends of the three-point line, always seem to put a foot on the back line, and you you got to know your spacing, treading that line exactly.
0: So, mate, um, we have a whole new set of awards well same awards but they have new names named after various great players yeah it's a big reshuffle yeah firstly let's just start here do you do you like it do you like having you know the mvp yeah being the michael jordan award and and so on
1: i kind of knew it was coming uh i I sensed it a little bit i mean not even excluding this week which kind of you know obviously associated player names with all of the awards. Like putting that aside, mm. there's been a few changes with um obviously they introduced the the conference finals MVP awards and that was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Yep. And then of course the uh All Star Trophy mm. is is now the 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 Kobe Bryant
0: All Star MVP. Right. So we've had some new addition we've had existing ones named after Yeah and i thought Players, and now we've had some actually brand new awards conference finals all star right
1: uh, that wasn't announced today but no they're still fairly new yeah and i i mean i kind of thought that it was originally paying tribute to kobe um after his passing, I was like, this is, you know, there was a big push. Like a special one-off for him. Well, there was a huge push to, in order to change the logo from Jerry West to Kobe Bryant, which by the way, I thought was an incredible idea. I think the, the logo stylistically is still recognizable no matter who, which player or silhouette you cycle in and out of that logo now. Um, They've got that, that great brand equity. It got a lot of signatures, like millions and millions and millions. And I think, Tyson Beck did the mock-up of the logo. Um, yeah, it was. I thought that was cool. And then when they didn't do that, I thought the consolation prize was Well, they renamed the All-Star MVP trophy after him. And as it turns out, that was kind of the beginning of a that title waves
0: of uh, yeah.
1: tidal wave of renaming. Yeah, I, I and think, new awards as well. I think it was like, oh well, let's just pay tribute to everyone. It seems.
0: As does that I, does that mean you you don't like it, or you think it's a bit uh, a bit too much now, or
1: look? I like it, in principle. I think that some of the award selection, like name selections, were a little bit confusing to me. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if I could completely agree with all of them. Um, so let's hear it.
0: What um, what's at the top of your list, or what sort of initially struck you as,
1: Oh, this is a bit confusing. Uh, That's a bit weird. So I think that you've got like Michael Jordan as the MVP. That makes you know, perfect sense to me. It's the first time he's ever been, you know, sort of given a naming right to to something with the m within the NBA, and given his, you know, almost a consensus number one all time great. Uh, that was well long
0: overdue. Well, it's, now it's being that's been challenged more and more. He's oh, it becoming less of a consensus, if anything. Um, and I've also seen people even that one. Um, I personally like that one, but you know, a lot of people have said, well, what about? Firstly. Do we know if LeBron's, sorry, do we know if MJ is definitely the GOAT anymore? But secondly, Kareem's won more MVPs than anyone else with six. So I'm (laughs) seeing arguments on Reddit and everywhere saying, or should it be
1: Kareem? Yeah, I think the way that I sort of thought about it was that you almost can't, um, (laughs) you almost can't give Kareem, if they were to release all these awards, right? Mm. Imagine what would have happened if. It was Kareem and the rest of the players, and Michael Jordan got completely snubbed. Yeah, he has to be in there somewhere, and that's the logical place to put him, right? So we both liked that one, yeah. but there were some others uh, that what you, did you weren't so of, sure about. So Defensive Player of the Year was Hakeem. Yeah. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind it either. He's still, in my mind, one of the greatest defensive players yeah. ever. I don't think that there's an issue with that. Uh, but Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year, Wilt Chamberlain, Rookie of the Year?
0: Is that one where it's like we need to put... You know how we said we need to put MJ somewhere. Is it like they felt like they need to put Wilt somewhere and they couldn't kind of find anywhere else, so they put him there? I mean, rookie of the year is a hard one because it's... You know, with MVP, we can say we can look at the guys that have won the most. Mm. Um, Other than Ben Simmons, you can't win multiple rookie of the years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, So
1: So, so that's a tricky one. It comes down to, I think... Who's the rookie goat? Like it's a trick. Yeah. How do you even kind it, of it, either who I think there's there's two ways of doing it. You either do it as like who was the greatest who who was a rookie of the year that became the greatest player ever. Yeah. Uh or who was just the straight up rookie of the year goat. Like who's Michael of Carter the year. Williams
0: Award? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas
1: the triple doubles yeah. as a rookie. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, sorry. Well, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like either that or you go... Or just the se- rookie season itself. The rookie season forget itself. Forget everything else. And to be honest with you, Michael Carter-Williams, every, every time I think of incredible rookie performances or rookie years, I always think of that, yeah. that dude's... Like, like his very first game. That debut. Like right out of the gates. Because it was against mm. Miami Heat Yeah, who were the championship favourites. And he had you know, almost a quadruple double yeah. and the win. Yeah, I, I don't think it gets better than that. But yeah, it's um, it, it was sort of one of those ones that threw me... I. Because you know, again, this is another instance where Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was Rookie of the Year too. There, there's been a lot of, and he's greatest player of all time. There's so, a lot of crossover exactly. with a lot of this, yeah. So maybe it was. Do we know what uh, Wilt's rookie numbers
0: were? Oh, well, not off the top of my head. I wonder. But he was he was big numbers right out of the
1: gate. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> you love that. He, he hates we get, when I say that. We get one of those every week. You do it just to annoy Jordan. <laughs> let me let me have a look. So Will Chamberlain, um if he, there's probably an argument that he might have had like one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time. So according to this Oh, okay. So in his rookie year, he averaged thirty seven points per game. 27 rebounds a game. Oh so he was a he was
0: he was the rookie goat by the sounds it of sounds it. To it me just like sounds that was... funny to have someone who's accomplished so much more and then but he's named after the rookie of the year award. It just feels strange. Mm-hmm. But would it feel even
1: stranger if he's not named after anything. If he gets snubbed completely, that's probably even weirder. Well, he led the league in scoring and in rebounds and in minutes played. In his first year. In his first year. So maybe on the basis that no one's, I think, ever done that. It's pretty hard to to make a case against that. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that is fair enough. Yeah. Have I just talked myself out of not liking that? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I think you have.
0: Um, You change your opinion with the facts um, live on air. Well, what are the... uh, What are the rest of the awards? Okay, so Havlicek is a guy that, you know, a lot of people don't know a lot about. That was Six Man of the Year. Six Man of the Year. Yeah. Now, there's been even current NBA players um, uh, and just a lot of buzz in general for either uh, Manu Mm. and also Lou Will, because he's like a beloved guy. Mm. Havlicek, if you go back and actually read about him from people who were around, Mm. um, they will tell you that he, pioneered the six-man-of-the-year uh, position um, and that he was mm. incredible off the bench and he was one of the greatest players ever but came off the bench and that really there is no case against <clears> him. <throat> it's just <clears> hard when someone played so long ago. We haven't really seen him play and we've fallen in love with players like Manu a- and Lou Williams. So there's yeah. always going to be a push. Or Jamal but- Crawford. That's another one because those guys are so much fun. Jamal and Lou Will were um, just Instant offense. And these are
1: all time, the bench. all-time winners in terms of that award. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's really hard because it's funny. They've rolled these awards out and named them. Sorry, they haven't rolled these awards out now. They've named these awards now yeah. in today's world, but they're using like NBA origins thinking. Really historic. Um, had you have named them these awards at the time, I would be like, when they were during their it's, an, it's the award the awards inception, yeah, I would have thought, you know what, that's completely reasonable because you know they were the consensus best at whatever this was at the time. And now, when you look back over history, you're saying, well, this is the name of the award because this person like pioneered it or whatever it may be. Um, as as you just explained with John, but the thing, the problem with naming them today. Is that there are people that have well and truly surpassed those players in that particular function, whether it's six man, whether it's right uh, MVP. Whether and uh, there's another one that's coming up, which I would love to. I'm t- um, going. I have a important point to touch on with, but I think that that makes it really really difficult because you know the, the NBA is going to exist for you know it, it's been however many years now. It's going to exist for another 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years plus. Mm. Uh, are we really going to anchor these awards to players that everyone's going to forget and um, undoubtedly get surpassed? Or was this an opportunity to seed some new names into history? Right. And it makes me think, you know,
0: in the next 10, 10 20 years down the track, mm. at some point you've got you'd have to give this a refresh, right? Like, you in the to. same way that do we eventually... I don't actually think it's an insult to history or to Jerry West if we change the logo. It's not even any disrespect to Jerry West if we did that or any disrespect to to these guys if we rename these awards. It's just you were paid tribute to for 50 plus
1: years and eventually it's someone else's turn in the sun. I I actually don't have much of a problem with the logo one. If that doesn't get changed... I don't mind. Oh, I don't insist that it uh No, no, I know what you're changed. saying, but I mean like... I'm just saying it's no disrespect if we update these awards or in the same way that if we updated the logo. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I think it's two different categories because what I'm saying with the logo mm. is that was done from day one, right? So I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's because a, that is an important difference, yeah. Because Jerry West was the logo. He was the NBA in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And then, you know, so so that makes sense to me but what I'm saying is you're naming them today and you're using that you know 60s 70s 80s thinking in today's NBA mm. looking you know looking forward to the future I don't know I think that it's a different kettle of fish and that in today's NBA you it would make sense to name the awards after after who's at the top of the mountain now
0: yeah okay. for, for
1: those awards I guess
0: they're looking yeah they're looking at it more as a so you'd prefer it to be more reflective of the
1: times rather than looking at it all time. If it was the Jamal Crawford six man of the year award trophy, mm. I would that'd be awesome. I would have no issue and in
0: then, that. I think that's almost better. And then if we were to go down that road and we name them after sort of the current era, mm. so then in twenty or maybe even thirty years we would kind of give it a refresh. And rename them if Maybe. we're following it, your system, because well, we'd kind of have to, right?
1: It depends. I mean, we can't go 50 years and still have the Jamal Crawford. No, I think under your system. I mean, pr- projecting 50 years into the future is like, re- like it's almost much of a much like it's really difficult to do, and like you know, ha- have any sort of. So much will change, right? So let me, much let me will pull change. up the AI again. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought yeah, of too. Yeah, like we're getting there, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I I, I think that. Um, Right, they'll obviously get surpassed at some point. uh, But I, you know, can't really think about that now. I'm more thinking about the fact that, well, well, I'll have kids. They'll watch the NBA, and they 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 won't even have the capacity to pull up footage of John. Yeah, like you can't even watch that dude. But whereas Jamal Crawford highlights are etched in history.
0: Now, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but Mm. was there something and somewhere else on the list that you have a big problem
1: with? Is it? What you alluded to before. Well, we've got most improved. Um, I don't sort of have um strong feelings one way or the other. Yeah on the most improved one. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Um, but the clutch player of the year, now that is a brand new award. Yeah. This is completely new. Mm. And I think going back over history for that award's gonna be really interesting. Um, on who would have got it like retrospectively. But it's gotta be Jeremy Lynn. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got to be up
0: there. at some no, I wish it, I wish it could be Kobe. That's just who. That's my point. Brings to mind for me and everyone in this whole generation. Surely, I would have. But thought, he's already got the All Star. That's the only but reason we they give couldn't him clutch give it to him. Ins- we give him clutch instead. Give All Star to someone else. Yes. I. You, when you think of Kobe Bryant, could you give Allen Iverson the All Star? You one? don't think your mind doesn't just immediately go to All Star games? No, it, go, it goes to
1: clutch. It goes to Kobe. Yeah, clutch buckets. Deep in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that um, it's an, it, this is another tough one because, I mean, Jerry West's nickname was Mr. Clutch. Yeah. He was known as the, as one of the greatest clutch players at yeah. the time. And, and that was his nickname. And so they're, tr- I guess they're trying to... But again, this is another thing where this was a brand new award. It's This was the opportunity to seed a new name. You didn't have to attach yeah. Jerry West
0: to, to. He's already the logo. It's not like exactly. You, we, we said that maybe they've put where they've put him because they had to put him somewhere. But Jerry West has already got the ultimate thing—the yes. logo. And so he
1: doesn't need this as well. That's that's and and then also if you look at Kobe's body of work, like I just put I just wrote some bullet points down because I was so shocked. Mm. Uh, like first of all, Kobe Bryant has more game-winning field goals than any other player in NBA history. And it's it's barely close. Like he's, he's really head and shoulders above everybody else. He, clutch. Last game, he has the highest scoring farewell game in any sport ever and in basketball and in NBA history. And you forget how cooked he looked in that final season and then yet – didn't matter. Still clutch. had sixty, and he hit the game winner in that mm-hmm. in in that game too. He also has the most regular season buzzer beaters ever. Fourth all time in two point buzzer beaters. He's third all time in three point buzzer beaters. He's second all time in buzzer beaters in regular season and postseason combined. <laughs> yeah, and he's first. As I said, first all time in game winners. Not to mention he has more game winners in a single season. Uh, he has the sorry. Uh, oh, that's correct. No, what I meant to say was um, he has the most single-season game winners. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in NBA. He, in 2010, he had seven in one season. Exactly. Yeah. He holds all of those records, which, by the way, Jerry West isn't even on the lists anymore. He's, he's been bumped so far down yeah. and been surpassed so many times by so many different players that you know he, he, barely, he barely makes the cut anymore. Kobe is the consensus leader – in a holistic sense, in terms of overall clutch performance. Yeah, yeah. the NBA, What a missed opportunity to not give him that award. It's so clear
0: when you look down the names um, who they've named every award after, every single one of them is from yesteryear. Yeah. They were so determined to pay tribute to guys from decades past. Yeah. But didn't we just do that with the NBA Top 75? Like, those guys get a lot of... Love. The NBA, mm. to their credit, is really good at mm. paying tribute uh to the legends of the past. Um I just don't think we needed
1: another thing no and, and for it, them. It, it it makes me wonder about how the fact that this new award's been seeded in too, how does that affect certain players' legacies? Some of these ones that have Uh, Completely brand new that you know haven't been awarded over history. Had they have uh, had we gone back and handed these awards out over the past twenty or thirty years? How does that change a player's legacy? How many clutch Player of the Year awards has Kobe won?
0: Right, it'll be so strange in ten years' time, and there might be a certain player that's won three or four clutch awards. Yeah, uh, and Kobe had zero. MJ had zero purely because the award wasn't around then. What about the conference finals MVPs? That's a really interesting one. To bring that in now, mm. had you gone back, LeBron has, would have 10. Yeah. yeah. 10. Yeah. And then he really gets some credit for dragging those Cleveland teams that some of them, especially 2018, that last one, had no business being in the finals. Mm. Um, and instead he just gets trolled for how many finals losses he has. Mm. You bring in the conference finals MVPs <coughs> And instead, instead of getting trolled for a finals loss, you're getting credit for a conference finals MVP. And yeah. like I said, he'd have 10 to his name, yeah. which would be the most. Ding's a little, a little less. The most in the sort of 1990 or so onwards, because yeah. that's what we really focused on when
1: we had a look at the conference finals. Yeah. MVPs. So, so when you went back through, he, he came out with the most cookies. He did. Right. That makes sense. And next was MJ with six, but he's already got six titles. MJ had six. How many are Conference we giving... finals
0: MVPs. How many are we giving Kobe? So I can drop some stats on you here. Sure. Um, all right. In the 2000 Western Conference finals, so this is 99 slash 2000, it's pretty hard to not give it to Shaq. Yes. Um, and then you've got- That next season though. The next one. Yes. So Kobe averaged 33 to Shaq's 27. Kobe averaged 33, 7 and 7. That was the year. And he was he was he carried shot almost fifty two percent yeah uh, his game score was twenty five point four compared to Shaq's nineteen point four he oh, was come on definitely that's it and they swept the Spurs for zip that in was the, Kobe. in the conference that was that was Kobe, that was Kobe. Um, I think you can only give him that one the following season in o2 yeah Shaq was thirty and sixteen Kobe was twenty seven honestly six one of those years you could have given Kobe one of the Finals MVPs yeah so that's but you a whole him, other debate so
1: you give him uh 2001 yes you definitely give him that yeah uh, uh the others are definitely up, up, up to debate and then you've got to be able to so then you're giving him 2008s 2009s and 2010s right so kobe has four that's that's a pretty good body of
0: work so kobe would have had four mm. conference finals mvp which yep. ranks him equal fourth yeah uh 1990 onwards at least, which is yep. just the particular era we focused on. So it would go LeBron 10, MJ 6, Curry
1: 5, Duncan and Kobe 4, Shaq 4. Man, that here I was thinking that Kobe's ones would really bolster his all-time case, but all it really does is absolutely just solidify LeBron's case, doesn't it? Oh, he's firing away. That's unbelievable. 1990 onwards, he's head and shoulders above everyone. Oh, that's unbelievable. And yeah,
0: it it just gives him the credit that he deserves for making the finals Mm. every single year. Yeah. And that the durability, as well as the great, like that sustained greatness to not run out of steam, Mm. is unfathomable. So it's really interesting when you start to look at how differently we might have talked about things.
1: Yeah. Had we awarded the conference finals from day one. I think everyone looking on Facebook stream at the moment should um we should throw up the full list on there yeah. for them to take a look at. Yep. Um that's yeah, that's really interesting. It it really does sort of change the legacy a little bit. And other guys
0: get their due as well. Mm-hmm. So Rip Hamilton was oh, wow. statistically um just raw, just the raw basic stats mm. was kind of the man for two of those conference finals with the Pistons. Mm. Uh, Durant gets a couple, Dirk gets a couple, uh, Jason Kidd gets two. Nice. There was a year where he was 20, 10, and six or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You sort of think of him, if you think of older <coughs> Jason Kidd, where he was on Dallas and just very much passed first, but he's averaging 20 to go with all the assists yeah. back then. Um, yeah, so we'll put up, uh, uh, you know, the full list for everyone to see, but it certainly makes for some interesting reading. All right, so before we get out of here, um, any other business?
1: Anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, oh, did you see – I don't know what podcast it was, but DeMarcus Cousins went on some podcast and talked absolute fucking dribble. <laughs> <laughs> like That sounds about right. Oh, oh my gosh. He, he They had a conversation about the top five point guards all time, and he just did not want to give Chris Paul his flowers at all. And you will hate some of the names that came up before him. He, I th- let's hear him. I think he even said Russell Westbrook oh. as as a top five all time point guard. Oh. Here, let me show you. Let me play you the clip.
0: Can we get a, a top five all time PGs list? Do you, Do you feel like somebody shouldn't be on that list? For me, is 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 Chris Paul. We, 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 every time I, I hear that. a top five PG list, Chris Paul is in and I'm not really understanding why. No knock to CP. I know people gonna say I'm biased or whatever, whatever. Strictly from an accolades and a performance standpoint, I don't think
1: Chris Paul is top five.
0: Is it magic,
1: stuff, Steph? Zeke? Do you put Iverson ahead of CP? Do you I don't think Iverson is a 1. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Then we got to bring in Westbrook. Oh, wow. Mm. So you're willing to put him above CP3? I mean, he's an MVP. That's a, that's a fact. CP doesn't have that. Doesn't have that's that. what I'm saying. We're talking doesn't about accolades. We're talking about yeah. performance. We're talking about championships. Numbers. CP's a hell of a talent. He's been one since he stepped
1: foot in the L.
0: Right. So that's his top five there. When you said Russ, over, that's when you really lose. Like. To exclude Chris Paul's ridiculous enough. I mean, tell me based on performance, tell me you don't understand basketball oh without saying you don't understand basketball. It's, it's so funny to me how some of these NBA players, it, no it, it is like you pulled some nuffy out of our comments section. There's there's a reason why, and they played the game at a professional level, and then how do they not understand? I guess, or they do understand, but they they've got their grudges and
1: their axes to grind, and <laughs> that gets in that clouds their logic. But he would never apply that logic to himself. I mean, what's his, what are his accolades in performance? Oh, yeah. Nothing. No. But he thinks he's a top center. These guys have He's some... out of the league for a reason. Oh, I think, you know, that's so slanderous to do that to Chris Paul, given, and he's like, oh, based on accolades and performance. First of all, I don't know what the hell that means. He's led the league in assists in God knows how many times, in steals, he, he's an All-NBA uh first team player caliber player over his career but then also all team uh first for defense as well and we've talked about before the guys that he's just made into like like star players. all stars and then the fact that every single team that he joins he turns into a playoff team right and and and, and the, the sorry phoenix suns into a finals team even that Oklahoma City team that was not meant
0: to go anywhere and was given a 0.6% chance of making the playoffs by ESPN, took them to
1: the playoffs. Yeah. He and an all-time leader in, you know, win shares per 48 minutes. You know what point it guards.
0: is? Because he is such an annoying guy to play against, so many guys just it, don't want to give it, him the pa- flowers. It's the Patrick Beverly effect. You yeah. know, when he did that embarrassing media tour, he was oh, on a different show every morning for two or three Days in a
1: row, yeah, and, and like, I had nothing but bad things to say. Oh, Chris Paul's been was... trashed, this, that, and the other, and then they pull up Chris Paul's stats for that three-game stretch where he was bad, and I was looking at them, and Patrick Beverly's just absolutely torching him. And I'm like, those stats are Patrick Beverly's career averages. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. Give me yeah a break. What about you? Anything that's been grating you? Oh,
0: um, yes, actually. Thank you for asking. Yeah, Rich Paul coming out and saying, also, by the way, I love this segment where we just talk about stuff that's pissing us off. It's very therapeutic. It is. Get it all out. Rich Paul came out. He's mad at the media for referring to Anthony Davis as injury-prone. He's mad at the media for referring to the most injury-prone player possibly (laughs) of all time
1: as injury-prone. You know what's so funny? He's only saying that now because AD's gone on this, like, 15-game stretch. Yeah,
0: had this fifteen game stretch. Which, by the way, his incredible run was interrupted after five games because, of course, he sat out with some obscure thing—the flu. It was the flu this time. Oh, fuck! He was man. well enough to suit up, not well enough to finish the game. I've never seen a guy with a lower pain threshold in my life. He is. You look. I was okay. Rich Paul came out and said this, and I was looking through AD's injury history, mm. which I have looked through a few times now because it it gets mm. beyond belief. More and more every day. Yeah. He is injured. Name a body part. He's not only injured it, but likely injured it two or three times. Wow. Head, toe. um, Knees and toes? Knee. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everything. Thumb, finger, arm, a contusion. shoulder. Every body part and then every type of injury for every body part. Yeah. He has had hundreds. He's sat out like, I actually don't think it. I was about to say that's an exaggeration. It might not be. He might be like pushing a hundred different little strains and injuries and he's never out for long, but he's always out for some reason. And I'm like, mm. Rich Paul, are you, I'm pretty sure you're just frustrated with how you're, you're just mad that he's injured so often and you're taking it out on the media. The, the... He's mad that he gets the
1: label because it hurts AD's stock, which directly affects Rich Paul. So he's got a dog in the fight. It feels like every week. There was a stretch where it became comical. I mean, Kawhi will be up there, uh, but he's aren't really like regular as much as it is just long periods of time out for those injuries. And there are so many, you're speaking of it becoming
0: comical, there are so many things where um, it's like nothing even happened. Mm. He goes up for a rebound, he comes down, he's there's wincing. no one anywhere near him, and he's wincing. And it's like, over what? Nothing yeah.
1: happened. Yeah. I think Rich Paul's just really in his feelings about, you know, I guess the fact that, reality is getting outlined by the media on this one I, I don't think this is any fault of the medias to it's coming to make a this lot place.
0: of media members have a lot to answer for saying that Anthony Davis is injury prone is a pretty funny one out of you want to, that's what you want to choose out of
1: All of the slander that one of his athletes has received. Right, right. He picks picks the most true thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I reckon happened? I reckon he watched the worst one, which was where Davis just tries to help up LeBron, slips in sweat, hurts himself. Yeah. I'm like, that is where it's like, this has to, okay- AD's punking us like this yeah. Is, yeah he must yeah. be trolling. Anyway, God, it felt good to have a bit of a rant. Yeah. Get off your chest. Yeah.
1: Um, if you guys have anything to get off your chest, let um, us know. Let us know. It's if, if you hate this episode and you want to get that off your chest, go to the comments. Let us know. Yeah, like you need to tell them to do that. <laughs> yeah, they already, no, no, already mid You don't need to be told to do that. They already you know mid, what to do. They're already mid rant. They're typing right yeah, now.
0: Yeah. Um but do do let us know what you think. We genuinely do actually want to know what you guys think. And, and we, we do read all the comments. Good answer. bad. Yeah, we we take it on board, um, cry ourselves to sleep and Mm. resume reading again in the morning, don't we, mate? That's that's exactly right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll be back soon. We'll see you guys then. Thanks for tuning in.